You are now listening to the Cup of Coffee podcast featuring Craig Maddox and Joel Hartman of Prospect Dugout. the cup of coffee podcast i am your host craig maddox along with my business partner and co-host joel hartman good morning good morning so i saw something interesting last night that what reminded me of our first podcast <clears throat> um i was scrolling through your personal ig and saw that you were uh consuming some ice cream so why don't you tell us a little bit about the ice cream that you're eating last night because if you go back to episode one you definitely have an interesting taste in ice cream yeah what flavor did i i I messed up those flavors by the way on episode one i totally screwed that up anyway you had some weird (laughs) i don't remember um dude you're putting me on the spot i can't remember what flavor it was last night? Something raspberry, something white chocolate like raspberry. White chocolate raspberry. Yeah, it was good though. It, it was so creamy. Very, the vanilla was very, uh, well, I guess it wasn't vanilla, it was white chocolate, but it was very uh, creamy. Um, it's delicious. I highly recommend it. <clears throat> mm. What? Well, I mean, I think it's fantastic. That's why I was asking. I think the people want to know. I think all the people out there watching live and then all the people listening on the podcast are going to be very interesting and interested in your ice cream, you know, consumption. Your gym opened today. You went to CrossFit, so you went to CrossFit class uh, this morning. This what is going to be a fantastic story that I, can, I can't wait to tell it. So... Every Monday morning, we do the Cup for Coffee podcast, right? So, gyms are starting to open up back here in Dallas. Um, so, stay one. I'm I'm going to the gym. Originally wanted to go to the noon class. Something came up, so thinking I'm going to go to the five a.m. class. I haven't been to the gym this morning. What? And here's the reason why. <laughs> you may- <laughs> Here's the reason why. It gets better. <clears throat> it gets better. You texted me at like 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I was up feeding my daughter. So it gets better. So let me preface this by saying that my giant... I'm currently a minor league hitting coach for the San Francisco Giants. My Giants email doesn't work very well. That's where I'm going to preface this. What does that mean? It doesn't work very well. You don't receive emails, or you I don't, don't receive all the emails very well. So, give you a story. <laughs> Spring training got shut down. Correct. Okay, it was an on an off day. We had an off day. They were giving us the day off because they were going to clean the clubhouse and the locker room and sanitize everything. So we were off that day. Mm-hmm. So I'm ch- chilling in the hotel room. It's about three o'clock. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go work out. So I'm 
not thinking anything, get my workout clothes on, get ready to go downstairs, go downstairs and everybody in the organization's in the lobby of the hotel. And I'm like, what's going on? And so I run, I run over to a guy that I know. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He's like, oh, you didn't get the email? I'm like, no, I didn't get the email. He goes, oh, they're sending us all home. I remember you telling me that story a so while like, ago. Well, man, like I'm just not getting emails, right? <clears throat> so fast forward to yesterday. Uh-huh. This is good. Just you're going to. I'm waiting patiently just for you to tell this story. Like, Been waiting patiently. It's so funny. I in, bet. in hindsight, in the moment, my heart was in my stomach. Yeah. So I'm sitting on my phone yesterday and get a notification, like a little drop down thing to add a, a Giants meeting to my calendar. Yeah. And the first one pops up and it says for 8 p.m. And I'm like, okay like that's odd like that's pretty late for like an official giants meeting okay whatever so i click on it and when i click on it there's two meetings there's one at noon and there's one at 8 p.m so i'm thinking to myself all right whatever like i click accept both i would too I would also do Which that. normal America would, right? I'm not thinking anything different. So I close my phone. And I get a text from my buddy. Yo, what meeting did you invite me to? What? Hard sink. And I go to my email and I'm getting all these notifications of people that are confirming basically a meeting somehow I set up. <laughs> And sent it out to the whole organization. What? So I'm panicked. Because I don't know what meeting it is, right? You set it up. How do you not know what meeting it is? I did, because I just clicked yes. I don't know what happened in the email, in the forms, in the calendar. But I'm like, I'm panicked. So I'm like, I'm going in deleting everything. <laughs> Delete all events. Delete this, all events. This and future events. This and future events. <laughs> Monday, May 18th doesn't exist. We're just deleting it. So I delete the event. Uh-huh. About an hour later, an email comes through saying that the Giants meeting's at 8 p.m. So I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I just sent out a meeting. So not thinking anything about it. <laughs> eh, whatever. Like. Rookie mistake, right? Welcome to the organization. So I get up this morning and I get an email from the assistant general manager of the San Francisco Giants. Uh, can you please clarify what this was about? Panic again, all over. Wow. <clears throat> Sorry, all those people that are going to be on the meeting at noon. That's, listen, blame it on my iPhone. Sorry. What Sorry. the heck, dude? Like, honest, it was honest mistake. Wait, but so what were you, why were you trying to set up a meeting though? I wasn't. <laughs> it literally was just on my phone. <laughs> Somebody had to set up a meeting. I, it wasn't me. 
It was your phone. I have no idea. <laughs> Why would I do that? I don't know. Anyway, you want to talk about panic moment. Like, I would be panicking. I would be panicking. Like, uh, what? So, anyway, funny story. Not funny in the moment. Hopefully, um, the San Francisco Giants can laugh about it uh, and are not too upset that I... But I canceled the meeting. So everybody got an email that said, hey, the meeting's canceled. You but made sure um, to send to all recipients? Unfortunate, unfortunately, unfortunately, my name is at the forefront of everybody's mind. Yeah, nice job. <clears throat> I'm that wanna, guy. Do you want to uh, get into the podcast? Yeah, well, I wanted to tell that story. Yeah, we got about nine minutes left on our broadcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll be all right. <laughs> we, got a, we got a short topic. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> so, again, after that interesting rant, you are tuned into the Cup of Coffee podcast with your hosts, Craig Maddox and Joel Hartman. Today, we want to get into, again, every week it seems something pops up that it's just really good to talk about since we don't have baseball play per se to talk about and the interesting things that come with that. So now we have basically a players versus owners saga that's playing out in the media and players have been pretty vocal, which is, I think, something now that social media is offering a platform for these players to get out and speak Mm -hmm. where, you know, in previous issues with the, the owners, like in the strike year of 94 and and things like that, like social media wasn't as prevalent. So, you know, Nobody really knew what was going on behind the scenes, right? So a lot of players have come out talking about, hey, like, if they're not going to pay us, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to take the risk. I think Scott Boris came out, and he made a very, very good quote that kind of opened my eyes. And he said, owners can't privatize gains – publicize losses so if you think about that he's saying like nobody these owners don't come out and show their profits every year they don't come out screaming and you know right chant that i'm making a billion dollars this year but they'll sure cry when they're gonna lose a billion dollars so what what do you think what do you think on the player side what do you think so, like, Blake Snell came out and he's just very, very adamant, like, yo, I'm not going to play. Like, I got to get mine, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you think? Yeah, I think to me, man, it boils down to what that contract says because, like, what are the contingencies? What are the force majeures or whatever that part is called in the in the contract for a situation like this? Because, obviously, it's not like a player strike. It's not uh owner strike. It's not something where <clears throat> management is – causing the delay they're shut down because the states are shut down so 
I mean, if you think of it from a business perspective and not a baseball perspective, <clears throat> think of all the small businesses that are, you know, having to, to get rid of employees because they can't pay the bills. It's the same way. I mean, MLB is not a small business, but I mean, it, it still is a business. So you got to think like if there's no fans, if there's no, you know, revenue coming in, how do they pay it? I mean, to me though, <clears throat> you hired that baseball player. So either you're going to have to release them and figure out what you got to pay out of that salary, or you got to pay them what their salary says. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. I, I don't think, I, I, I don't think, I don't think as a player though, like <clears throat> for me, Blake Snell coming out and saying that, especially after he just did all that um, video game stuff on MLB, his name's, his name's in the headlines recently, right? But I don't think he should have come out and, and been so adamant about it. Like, it's understood. Like, I don't think you even have to mention it to say that, you know, we're not going to take a pay cut or, or things like that. Yeah, I think I, – I agree with you. I, I think that – players have to be super careful because they're really comfortable on social media now uh, where they can't really say, you know, exactly what they want to say. I think that's, they have to be a little bit careful, but I do agree with him coming out and talking and kind of relaying his point of view, because I feel like the owners did a little bit shady when they, you know, pump stuff out to the media and basically set it up where the players were going to be the bad guys because they were going to say, we're not going to take pay cuts, which if you look back at it and you talk to a lot of players, they're saying, hey, like, just play a, pay us a prorated mm-hmm. salary. Mm-hmm. Pay us a... Pay us what you owe us. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Mike Trout, who's going to make thirty million dollars this year, like, okay, we're going to pay half. We're going to play half the game. So, pay me fifteen million dollars, and I'm good. And we're going to be back on the field. We're going to be playing. It, it. I'm cool with it. Like, but what the public doesn't understand is the players have already agreed to do that. The players have already agreed to take less money, but now the owners want to come back. And, and have them take even less money, which I don't think is right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like these players don't owe it to anybody to come back and put themselves at risk to play the game of baseball. I don't mm-hmm. care what, if you're out there and you're watching this or listening to this, like nobody owes you baseball. Like baseball doesn't owe the American people anything because, you know, when when it's all said and done, when baseball gets started back, like you're gonna come back to the ballpark and you're gonna pay forty dollars for a ticket. And guess what? Alex Bregman and Blake Snell and Mike Trout and Bryce Harper, they don't charge you forty dollars to come to watch them play. Mm-hmm. The owners do. So, you know, baseball tickets used to be seven, eight bucks. You know what I mean? But like the owners realized hey man like i can capitalize on this people are gonna pay so like (laughs) you know what i mean they're that's why they're charging you 40 bucks Mm -hmm. so 
nobody gripes and complains when everything's booming and they're paying 40 bucks to go to a Yankees game to sit in the nosebleed section. I mean, gosh, I, I can't believe like <clears throat> how long, how long have we missed? How many? We'll basically it's, miss it's, the half the season. But I'm saying right now it's May 18th. Okay. So we've missed a month and a half, a little over a month and a half of baseball. Right. Right. How has major league baseball not figured out how to bring something to the fans in a month and a half? How have they not collaborated with players to bring some entertainment other than video games. Like video games was okay, but it was like at three o'clock in the afternoon, people still had to work. Who are you getting at three o'clock in the afternoon with kids, kids having homeschool still like that didn't make any sense to me. It was cool. But like, how are you not like, you're doing, there was no context either. Well, no, but, but here's the thing. They were, some of the guys were just like, no, no, I, I, I was watching, no, I was watching MLB on Instagram. They were doing live streams with like different players doing workouts and stuff like that. But like, that's not, it, it wasn't relatable. Like they could have done Zoom things. They could have done, you know, documentaries or things like that or, or brought entertainment or had the players, you know, specifically record certain things during their batting practice or something like that and create content. I like, I, I felt, I feel this, you know, disappointed in major league baseball for dropping the ball. Like, Trevor Bauer is producing content. Nick Swisher is doing content with us. Eric Burns is doing content. But like, where's everybody else? What's Bryce Harper doing? What's what's Stanton doing? What's you know Glaber Torres doing? Or you know, what what are these guys up to? There's a disconnect, and that's the problem. There's a disconnect. There's no Major League Baseball has put themselves so much on an island that it's hard for these players to want to do things for Major League Baseball, right? Because Major League Baseball is basically saying, we don't want you guys to do social media. We own the rights to everything. We're going to make all this money because we own the rights to it. And they probably made a ton up front, but they're killing the game right now because this should, this should be the time where you're connecting the most with the fans and you're not like, Every time that I've logged into a MLB Instagram live that's with somebody else, it's always frozen. Like, right. Like, it's sorry, I was on mute or blurry. You've done nothing yeah. to like set yourself up for success. You've just given. Michael Lorenzen, the log into your Instagram, mm-hmm. and you haven't said, Hey, like, make sure you have this kind of lighting, or make sure that you know you log in this early, or like all, all this kind of stuff that's like important on the media side. Mm-hmm. And every time that I've logged in, it's been frozen, blurry, stuck, and it's like. That is a negative user experience. Yeah. And I, I just don't know how Major League Baseball, that's just acceptable. You know, I, I, they're, they're killing the game. They are killing the game. And <clears throat> I think Major, Major League Baseball is going to struggle for probably the next five years to 10 years coming out of this because it's getting ugly. You don't hear anything about the NBA players beefing. With mm-hmm. the owners, you mm-hmm. don't hear anything about the NHL. You don't. When I get on Twitter, 
when I go to the sports news, there's nothing about baseball. It's all about the NFL, 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 mm-hmm. NBA, NBA, NFL, NBA, NBA. Like, baseball is becoming irrelevant. And Major League Baseball is such on their high horse that, like, such on their high horse that they don't see it. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to let, like, these kids that understand social media, that want to be out there, that want to brand themselves, like, you got to let them do that. Like, let them do that. And I'm I'm and I'm looking at some of the Instagram comments like listen man like I know Michael Lorenzen is he's he's doing a lot and he's awesome dude. He's awesome dude. He's got great stuff. But Major League Baseball should be setting Michael Lorenzen up for success. Mm-hmm. Like they should be saying, you know, like you're a dude, you have passion, you want to do this because Michael Lorenzo don't have to be on Major League Baseball's Instagram doing workouts. Like, he right. can do this stuff on his own. Like, they should be going to Michael Lorenzo and saying, man, let, let, let's take you and let's brand you because they've dropped the ball on Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. They, they've dropped the ball on Garrett Cole, Bryce Harper because they don't let these guys be themselves. Right? Do you agree? I mean, I think I think more or less it's it's up to the players, but I, I do think I do think Major League Baseball has had a history of beefing with media, releasing media and things like that. Um, just from what you can hear and watch Trevor Bauer say, I mean, that's just one source, but you know, he's he's going out and actually doing something. So I think it does definitely um, <clears throat> it definitely falls on the weight of the uh, the the weight falls on the shoulders of the players for sure. But I think MLB has definitely dropped the ball when it comes to connecting fans with the teams and the players. I, I don't think that it's necessarily up to Major League Baseball, up to Major League Baseball to force the players to do things um, or to even brand the players per se. I think, I think Major League Baseball should be promoting its players as it's a business and they want people to come and pay attention and, and buy things and support, you know, each individual like supporting one club helps support major league baseball because it's help fun- helping to fund that club. So I think that they should definitely provide opportunities for players to market themselves, but I don't think they should be forcing them. But I definitely think like what you were saying, like setting them up for success, if they're going to have a player that wants to dedicate some of their time or donate some of their time to connect with fans with all the millions of followers they have on Instagram, don't let it be blurry. Don't let it freeze up. Don't let it be like a bad camera angle. Send them, you know, a, a, a lapel mic in the mail so he can mm-hmm. set it up and you can hear him. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think they could do a better job at that, but <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we kind of got off topic with, with where we were going, but I think it, it's all relevant relative to the conversation of you know i think these players should maintain and be able to get paid what they sign their contract to get paid when we're talking about money i don't think that they're they should take less money they should do any of that because the other side of this is the cba is looming which nobody else is talking about, but mm-hmm. I know it's on the players union mind. I know it's on the owner's mind. So this is like, 
this is like the first battle of the war and it's okay let's see who's gonna let's see who's gonna give in because if the players turn around and they give in the owners might push even more during the cba Mm -hmm. and if the owners give in, they're thinking the union is going to push more than CBA. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. A lot that the public doesn't see. And I don't really care for the media coming out and kind of bashing players. And then you get people, average Americans talking about baseball players are griping about their millions of dollars while I'm going to work making $10 an hour. Like, I get it. But it's it, it's all relative. Like, like if you make ten dollars an hour, like you've signed up to make ten dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I sign a contract for a million dollars, like I signed up to make a million dollars. Like mm-hmm. I expect to make it, just like you expect to make ten dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's it's I don't like people griping about millions versus my ten dollars or an hour or whatever because really probably what 10 percent of major league baseball players make in the two to 20 million dollars a year most of your baseball players because let's be honest owners are always trying to get the advantage they're always trying to have the young guy that they can pay less money Mm -hmm bring their team success Mm -hmm. so most guys are making between the league minimum which is around 500 grand to a million dollars a year Mm -hmm. which is nothing when you're talking about getting taxed and all especially playing in the different states that you play in right paying those state taxes employment taxes right and and people fail to understand that if you're making five hundred thousand dollars a year and bringing home 250 or 300 Mm -hmm. but you play for the seattle mariners and you have a wife and kids that live in florida like you're paying for two places to live you're playing oh yeah think about if you like to go back and forth think about when you play in california you have to pay that high state income tax right so there's a lot that goes into it that i don't think people understand i think you know Sometimes I have to put the Twitter down because I just it makes me uh, mm-hmm. makes me queasy to hear people rant when you can tell they don't really know what they're talking about. So I've got uh, I've got a couple more minutes because I have to jump to another podcast. FYI, just letting you know. All right. Well, that was a good conversation. That was bef- hey, that was before you you decided to go work out and then decided to not work out and then change the time and then. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that will wrap us up here for the cup of coffee podcast it was a good discussion man i think it was good we got some good comments xavier scruggs talking about uh likes the idea of the conversation about the content um getting some good comments it's a good topic i like it good topic so we will catch you guys next week make sure you tune in we will be on time next week um for joel hartman i'm craig maddox this is a cup of coffee podcast episode four we'll see you guys next week thanks for tuning in to the cup of coffee podcast make sure you follow us on apple Podcasts and spotify see you on the next episode